Hey, it's Harry. You're about to listen to Building, the podcast charting our journey to starting 1225, the audience first growth marketing agency. We want our podcast to be a very open and transparent look around the journey of starting an agency. And you're about to listen to one of the very first episodes where we haven't even decided the agency name. So you'll notice that that does not get mentioned throughout these early episodes. We hope you enjoy listening. Everything starts to feel that bit more real as we get closer and closer to, to June the 30th and we start to see some hard outputs, right? Like contracts being signed made it feel real. Sending invoices made it feel real. Seeing the website makes it feel real. So there's all these like incremental things that are happening, which is like, okay, it's real now. But I think, I don't know about you, but there is nothing I feel nervous about. Oh yeah, I'm I'm not nervous. It's, it's excitement, but it's, we'll come on to this later on in the podcast, but I just want to get started. I just want to be able to, to, to walk into our office and get to work. That's all I want right now. We're on a 12 month contract with a six month break. There are two things to that that delay things. One of which is agencies try to remove that break clause to start with. So it's just a 12 month contract and you have full security for 12 months. And people want that break clause at six months put in. The problem is with that is that you essentially only have a six month contract, which puts a huge amount of time pressure on things and people start to optimize essentially for a six month window, which is interesting, but also probably limiting. Like I've seen um, a guy called Chris Walker, he talks about this quite a lot, which is if you're optimizing for the short term, like your long term is going to be pretty painful. If you optimize for the long term, you'll actually find that you start getting better results in the short term. Yeah, I would I would massively agree with that. But I think there is also a subtle difference to, to what you just said, which is while you are doing this, this project, and like I agree, I think it's the right way to go for this client. What you're also doing is as you see very obvious opportunities, you're drip feeding those in saying like, look, I know this full document isn't ready yet, but I'm telling you, this thing is a huge opportunity. Can we just try some of it now so we can see what happens? So by the time we deliver that doc, we have some data to back it up as well. So I think there is a subtle difference there where, yes, we are planning, but at the same time we are doing. And I think that is a nice difference and a nice balance between the two. Hello and welcome to episode number 11 of Building. It's our podcast that charts our journey to setting up a brand new growth marketing agency. I'm joined today as ever by my co-founder, Harry. Um, hi, Harry. How are you? Uh, see, I can tell the holidays got to you already. You haven't even mentioned the date. Come on, man. I'm getting to the date. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's the holiday season at the minute. I'm currently sitting in one of the bedrooms of my Airbnb cottage, uh, looking out on some nice green fields in, uh, North Wales. So yeah, it's a nice setting to have. Um, well, yes, the date is the 9th of June, 2023. Um, so there's the date, Harry. How's it going without me? Are you missing me? Uh, oh, every day. Not a second goes by when I don't think of you. Um, yeah, it left me to hold down the fort this week. Um, thankfully, it, it turns out quite a few of our contacts are on holiday this week as well. Um, to confirm, not with you, um, but they are yeah. also, also on holiday. So it's been a bit of a slower week this week in terms of the sales proposals that are arguably the bigger ones that we're working on. Both contacts are off or have had parts of this week off. So we've had to push meetings around a little bit. So for example, you have a pitch next week on, I think Thursday, I am meeting to hopefully get a contract signed on Tuesday, um, which we were hoping to do this week, but then the point of contact has been out for a couple of days. So it's been a bit slower on that front, which as we get onto status updates, it allows us to, you know, has allowed us to focus on some 
more internal focusing activity um but yeah it's thankfully not been a been a crazy week i'm sure once we launch and we're up and running fully when one of us goes on holiday it will be crazier for the other one but uh thankfully not too bad so far yeah absolutely i mean i'm it's nice to have this break it's almost like a reset ahead of the launch yeah. so i'm i'm grateful for for that time um just a bit of family time you know some beach days and going around north wales having a look at the scenery it's pretty beautiful up here also managed to completely sunburn my back and shoulders on the first day on the beach so yeah i've been covering myself in factor 50 since then i've learned a lesson there so um yeah it's uh pretty pretty warm uh over here in wales which is obviously where you come from mr evans yeah i mean the the welsh sun something i'm obviously all too familiar with um hence the uh, very tanned complexion i have um <laughs> but yeah i mean i joke aside i'm giving you a hard time uh, about things um that's my dog barking so um context here is we're very much live neighbors are drilling uh dogs going crazy but hopefully people can bear with us but yeah i'm giving you a hard time because i'm jealous that like, i'd love that break in the run up to things but ultimately i think you're right like as soon as we talent like, as soon as we have our final day which is june the 30th like as soon as the first working day of july comes around we just need to to go for it okay so that segues nicely into the status update for the week and i know that you and your partner have been um working hard on the website designs they're all sorted and we've been discussing and meeting with a couple of developers which we have selected uh developer who's going to build our site so harry over to you with the update uh yeah so our original plan was to build via wordpress um something that we're obviously very familiar with and have a few developers who could have helped us out on that front but having spoken with them their advice is very much to go down the webflow route especially for i think scalability something that we'll be able to manage ourselves as as time progresses and we want to add more pages and, and things like that so that all made a lot of sense the problem was we didn't have a webflow developer so we've gone back to our trusted friend in upwork to find a developer i think last week we spoke about like the just the sheer number of proposals that we had come through we did a very good job of like i guess whittling that down we spoke to two so you and i held the first conversation with one developer obviously you have been away this week so i held the second one honestly both great um both very competent i think what led me to go with the one that we did go with was that he was asking a few more questions very much wanted to speak to the designer before starting as well and had some experience of integrating with HubSpot and running animations through through Webflow and things like that. So given that's pretty much identical to where we want to be at, made a lot of sense. So we have now got the contract in place with him. The the part that I did without telling you, but I figured you'd be fine with is the wanted 50-50. So payment 50% to start, 50% on completion. But that's pretty standard in dev, right? That's the world in which we try to operate when we do projects. Um yeah. and we're at a pretty low amount. So um that contract is in place. He's starting on Monday. Reason he's starting Monday, not sooner, is that my partner just needs a little bit longer to finish off the animations. And I figured he'd want everything in one place um, before before he starts. So, yeah, animations being worked on. I'm working on just like a video brief, just going through page by page to explain things that'll be done today. And then he'll be starting on Monday. Perfect. Sounds good. Yeah. Thank. Thanks again for for taking that side of things on whilst I've been away, and also then the the fun stuff, I suppose the the bits around our marketing and our launch specifically. So um, first point was the launch video. I know you've had a meeting with George and you're working on the brief. So how is that all going? 
Yeah, so obviously we haven't had much time to catch up this week other than just WhatsApp messages. Um, so this is a bit of an update for you as well as any listeners. Um, so we have experienced producing like video for search, right? So if we, if there is something within a, within a search, within a, a topic cluster that we want to go after with video content, we're good at that. But that's a specific type of marketing video. Maybe not the awareness-led marketing video that we're producing for, for the launch of our agency. And that process is more detailed than perhaps I anticipated. So I spoke with George. George is like, he's happy to help and wants to help, but he does need to be influenced by us quite heavily. So in terms of what we want the video to achieve, how we want it to look as well. So any videos that we've seen that we like and all that sort of stuff, like honestly, that I haven't spent time researching that. And he needs that before he can get going. Obviously our launch window now is pretty narrow. So this weekend, I'm going to spend most of my time looking at YouTube videos, looking at like marketing campaigns and things like that, figuring out what we like. I figured, hopefully, our likes and dislikes will be quite similar. So I'll probably just send you like a pack to go through um, one evening before you, before you head home from your holiday. Um, so a little bit more upfront work than I'd anticipated, but that, that's totally fine. Fair. Looking forward to it. I think something like that we can use as a lot of content, including on the website, on our LinkedIn announcements and all of those elements as well. So, um, and then I know the one bit that you really enjoy is merch. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we had our first sample back of our merch. Um, how is it? Yeah. So that arrived on Wednesday, like mid afternoon, late afternoon. Um, I describe it as a solid seven out of 10. So color of the t-shirts themselves look great. Um, half the text looks great as well. Um, without going into too much detail, as you can probably guess from the color of my beard, but like a big, I'm a big fan of the color orange and that had to be integrated into our design, our brand identity. Um, there is a bit of a weird white contour around the orange, which just like if we were sat here on the podcast, like it wouldn't be a problem, but also like, for the levels we want to be at that's going to need like a second revision so again something that will be made this weekend and we'll, we'll send off for some other samples haven't sent you a photo, photo yet um i will do that today I'll, I'll model it for you as well so that's a little treat um but yeah uh, thank you yeah. I've, I've enjoyed that and i think that's my main concern i suppose with uh, they're only samples but how's the fit is it an athletic fit or is it a, a dad bod type fit um I'd describe it as more athletic than dad bod. Um, oh, no. So it may need, we may need to up some sizes for, for one of the two co-founders. Um, yeah, maybe I was being a bit ambitious. Maybe I need to get back to the gym. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll try one on. I'll send you a photo and uh, we, can, we can take that from there. But yes, merch has arrived. Again, to, to your point that you said earlier, everything starts to feel that bit more real as we get closer and closer to, to June the 30th and we start to see some hard outputs right like contracts being signed made it feel real sending invoices made it feel real seeing the website makes it feel real so there's all these like incremental things that are happening which is like okay it's real now but i think i don't know about you but there is nothing i feel nervous about oh yeah i'm i'm not nervous it's it's excitement but it's we'll come on to this later on in the podcast but i just want to get started i just want to be able to 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 walk into our office and get to work that's all i want right now and again that that leads us nicely on onto the office space you've also been leading the negotiations whilst i've been sitting on the beach we've obviously had the kind of terms back from from the office provider 
and you've been kind of looking through it and so on. Um, and we have three areas that we were questioning or wanted to kind of negotiate on. Um, the first being the break clause. Um, the agreement was for 12 months, but ideally we'd like to have a break clause after six. How is that going? Have they come back to you yet? Uh, so we received a reply yesterday. I think part of me was going to call them out on the podcast, but I'm not going to. Um, they are making it incredibly difficult to negotiate. So, like, we are desperate to have an office in this building. We think the building is perfect. The purpose of the the building, like, it, it's a it, it's a university building. Like, it, it it makes a lot of sense for for us and for for where we're at. And also, like, it's an incredibly vacant space at the moment. I think what we say, like, there's eighty percent availability or something like that at the moment within the space. So you'd think they'd be very much up for negotiating on these terms. As it stands, they are not. But I think some of this could be due to, I guess, miscommunications potentially around what a break clause means. So I think a, a, the next step might be a phone call. So the contract terms run for 12 months and they keep phrasing it as, yes, but there is a one month break clause. What that break clause actually means is you can break at month 11 for month 12. I, you have to give us a month notice, but then you can leave after 12 months. It's like, it's a 12 month contract, but it's, it's not where we're at, where we want to say, look, if we notify you in month five, we want to be gone by month six, fine. If we don't, we'll have the thing for the, for the, for the, for the full 12 months. So we need to push on that a little bit more. Now, in the grand scheme of things, like the actual revenue amount isn't too significant. Like the cost amount here isn't, isn't huge which is why we're giving it serious consideration. And again, like we might have to bleed this part out. I don't know. But um, ultimately there is like zero risk associated for us because if things don't go well and we need to wind down the business, we're not personally liable for that cost that we've signed up to anyway. So like there is no risk in signing that 12 month contract anyway, but for the premise of this and for the security of both parties, like I think a six month break clause makes sense. So we are, stuck at a crossroads there i'm going to push on it a little bit harder today and and take it from there the second point was on like what this 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 cost like for the, for, like the rent like what does this include essentially and it does include wi-fi um which is which is helpful but it is a guest wi-fi so i may need to is this any 10 minutes from my house I might need to check in on that to see what those wi-fi speeds are like there is a paid optional extra at 20 pound per desk so it'd be 40 quid a month for us, um, which again is fairly reasonable for like a wired internet connection, um, which you can have personal hotspots on that, or you can wire it straight into, into your Mac. May need to be the option we go down, obviously, is the bulk of our meetings in the short term will be remote. We're going to have to invest in a pretty steady internet connection. But they were the two sticking points, really. Like, yes, office furniture is a problem, but something that we can iron out. So um, desks are included. The things that aren't are chairs. We're going to need some of them. But again, we can get some low cost or we can just like, I'll probably just take the one that I've got here to the office and then get a cheaper one for, for home, for example. Um, so unless you disagree, I think the big sticking point is the break clause. Um, and if we can get that negotiated down to even like somewhere between month six and month nine gives us an extra layer of security. But even at this stage, I think if we get one or two more contracts signed, but I'd be willing to just take the gamble and go for the 12 months. Yeah, exactly. And I think, it's for me it's the two-way thing it's obviously risk it's it's kind of the first six months of a business get through the first six months and we'll be fine um but also it's that growth element like what happens if we we scale quickly we're ahead of schedule anyway with the amount of clients that we've potentially onboarding soon we may need a bigger office that doesn't tie us down to that small office for 12 months we can always get a bigger office 
So yeah, we... so so I will go with that play as a second round, but I think ultimately, right, like it's 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 a bit like any cost for any business, right? They're never going to stop you increasing. So same as us, like we'll be transparent. Our clients going to have contracts. If they want to leave those contracts early, there will probably be some kind of penalty fee included, or we'll be like, look, look, you subscribe to X amount of period of time. Not all for all clients, because we are going to be like 30 day rolling as well. Something that I'll talk about at some point on the podcast. But ultimately, we would be a bit more concerned if someone wanted to reduce their billing than increase their billing, right? If someone was yes. on a 5K a month, 12 month contract and they said, I want to go to eight, we're not going to be like, whoa, you're in contract for 12 months. We're going to be like, yeah, okay, let's start right now. And I think we'd be in a very similar pattern here, right? That if we wanted to go and purchase another space in that building that costs more money, I imagine there's going to be less friction on that. Yeah, absolutely. Fair. So that's the office. We're we're rolling and obviously next week's going to be busy week. We'll go through our weekly commitment mm. segment in a moment. But the other kind of talking point um, that, that you wanted to raise was um, notice periods um, with our current employers and our current situation. How are you finding it? Yeah, so I think the angle that I wanted to take on this is something that I guess is one of the core foundations of the agency we're starting, which is the, what, combined 25 years of experience that we have putting it into something new and continually learning from those experiences that we have. Like, I'll be honest, I've only ever seen to, seen out two notice periods, the one that we're at now and the one for the agency they're at previously. Two very different scenarios, I I, I will say, but this one is certainly the longer one. So both of us had pretty much-ish three-month notice periods that we agreed to extend to run up until the end of this agency's financial year because it seemed like a, a sweet cutoff and we're only really talking about two to three working weeks, so not a huge amount of time. For me, the learning that I'm taking here is three months in practice, it feels very safe as the agency owner, right? Like, okay, well, that's the cures, especially senior people, senior people for a long enough period of time to find replacements, et cetera, et cetera. But I think what I'm learning is that in practice, it's not ideal for either party. So I'm what we're both now, you should have been done this week, I think, um, or next yeah, week. Today so would have been my last day. Yeah. So today would have been your last day, but it's extended. Mine would have been probably a week and a half further. Um, but I'm in a scenario now where I haven't got a lot to do and right, like rightly so, like I don't have access to the documents at like the board level because I'm leaving completely makes sense. And that's for two reasons, right? For security, for the agency we're at, but also someone's taking over my role. It makes sense for them to be learning that now while I'm still here to ask questions, et cetera, et cetera. And then I'm quite far removed from the client delivery day to day. So I'm stuck in a bit of a holding pattern where I'm doing things that don't add a lot of value. Like I get why I'm doing them, like updating Slack channels and stuff like that. I get it. But at the same time, it's not a lot of work, not a lot of work for someone who's used to working at like a hundred mile an hour day to day to, to get through the stuff that needs to be done. And if I'm honest, I, I think it's, and I'm, this is no slant on the agency at all. Like I'm, like I'm feeling some negative side effects of that. Like I'm starting to feel quite lethargic, and that is because we are stuck in a holding pattern of we can't go all in on the new agency because we can't openly talk about it yet. Yes, we have a lot keeping us busy, which is great, but it's not to the level of like intensity that we're used to. And at the current agency, like I, I don't have a lot to do, um, and I think the learning here is. We probably don't want to be in a world where we're putting three month notice periods on people. I think, and hopefully you would agree with what I've been like, observing, that two months seems to be about that sweet spot. Agreed. Absolutely. It was it was almost because I think it came from us. We suggested we, we see yeah. out the end of the financial year. 
I'm sure they would have potentially asked us as well because it's the uncertainty when the notice goes in about replacements and stuff like that. My replacement has been hired and has started. So Tuesday when I'm back in the office, that's my day I'm going to be spending with them, kind of give, answering their questions and all of that. And to me, that that's kind of like, oh, okay, we've we've got the replacement in, so I'm not needed anymore, essentially. And because I'm now, my mindset is completely shifted to us and our agency, it's very difficult to, to switch back on. So it's not that I'm disengaged because I want to leave it in a in a good space and make sure that the work is done. However, the kind of the mindset isn't there because it's got other things to focus on. So yeah. um, that kind of, yeah, I think the sweet spot is definitely kind of two months, three months, potentially, you know, other, other kind of elements might mean three months is fine, i.e. people who leave jobs with no other job in the future, but we've always had this plan. We know that we're working on this and we just want to get this done. So um, I think my learning from all of this without sounding like a complete dick is put yourself and your business first in any kind of situation, because we could have quite easily have stuck to our notice periods, wouldn't be breaking contracts or anything like that. And actually I, I'm starting to feel like Actually, that gives us three more weeks to get even further ahead from where we are. Um, and in future, I'm not saying on this occasion because it's a learning, but in future, I think considering and being nice in things like that, definitely going to take a kind of a second to actually understand what the potential implications are in those kind of two, three months time to understand, is that the right decision for me, for the business and so on. So that's the only learning we've done it. We're getting through it. We've only got kind of three weeks left after this week. So, you know, we'll get through it and it's fine. And hopefully, you know, our current agency, the, the replacement sounds like a, a brilliant kind of um, addition to the team. I'm sure they'll go from strength to strength. And yeah, like you say, it just adds to my frustration. I just want to get started on, on this. I am working on it, but working two jobs, half and half is kind of not as good as working one with absolutely everything that you've got. So yeah, really looking forward to getting started now. Perfect. So that's notice periods, learnings there as well. So um, next, we're bringing back the segment. We had a week's break from it. So it's... Um, called bringing a topic to the table and this is uh harry's segment where he talks us through a topic that's been on his mind over the past couple of weeks we've got two options one titled people buy from people and the other one is titled just do it so um just based on those titles harry i'm going to ask you to just do it <laughs> wow you saw that in the agenda last week and i've been seeing that out for a week i just know you have yeah um, I know. um okay cool so this is heavily inspired by two things um a conversation i had with um someone we're partnering quite closely with on the paid media front um and also having watched uh air the 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 film about mike and how they i guess started with the the air jordans as well and also where the the, the phrase just do it came from but i think all of this encapsulates something that is is quite important and also links nicely to something that we were just talking about around contract lengths and, and notice periods and things like that so it is quite common in the agency world, and it's something that we're going through at the moment quite a lot, which is 
you get an RFP or you start an initial sales conversation. You go for an exploratory call. Then you learn that other agencies are also pitching for the same thing. And then you're going through like, what, like a one to three month process of deciding who is the right agency for, for you. And then you get into contract negotiations. Now, uh, both agencies that we worked at and what was initially going to be our plan for contracts as well tends to be we want a 12 month contract with a six month break. There are two things to that that delay things. One of which is agencies try to remove that break clause to start with. So it's just a 12 month contract and you have full security for 12 months. And people want that break clause at six months put in. The problem is with that is that you essentially only have a six month contract, which puts a huge amount of time pressure on things and people start to optimize essentially for a six month window, which is interesting, but also probably limiting. Like I've seen um, a guy called Chris Walker, he talks about this quite a lot, which is if you're optimizing for the short term, like your long term is going to be pretty painful. If you optimize for the long term, you'll actually find that you start getting better results in the short term. And this is actually going to sound contradictory to what I'm actually going for, but I think it's pretty important and the, the, the two are quite linked. So like with all that in mind, what does just do it mean? And I think where we're going with this is that that one to three months seems like a huge amount of wasted time in those initial stages. Like, why don't we just get started? So when we're in the sales process now, we're leading with, and this is so far, the response has been pretty good with this. Of like, look, for the first six months, let's just go 30 day rolling contract. Let's just start and see what happens, right? Worst comes to worst is you do a month with us and go, actually, you know what? Don't like working with you guys. Don't agree with the strategy. I'm off. I'll then go down the the full like RFP route and get the agencies in and, and learn, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but if it goes well, you're ahead by three to four months and from where you thought you were going to be. And I think just getting started is so important. And also like what a huge amount of trust that gives both parties, right? Which is like, like I trust you that you're bought in for the long term and you trust us that we're bought in for the long term. Let's just go. The only reason that we're looking at putting a longer term contract in place beyond those like first six months is really two reasons. Like we need a little bit of security as we then start to hire people to fill in like the resource that is going to be needed there. And also it just makes sure that you have some like financial security for potentially borrowing if we need to get like investment into the company or whatever it, whatever it may be. But I think the point of just do it and just getting started is like how much wasted time is spent in the sales section. And Honestly, you have no idea if it's going to work. It doesn't matter how much you vet an agency. And we've seen this, right? Sat on the agency side of things as well. We can go through months and months of talking and exploratory and mapping out strategy and things like that. And we find that we just clash straight away. Like for no fault, like there's just two, the, the, the agency and the client just aren't aligned. Like how many times do we see that? Probably what? One in five at the current agency we're at. And that's no one's fault. But how much wasted time is that? How much wasted time is that for the, the growth team at the agency? How much wasted time is that for the, the contract negotiators or procurement or whoever it is on the on the client side? Like, let's just get started. Let's buy into that long-term vision, which comes back to something that you've spoken about before as well in terms of selling like the, the concept and the process, not results. But if you can get someone to buy into the concept and buy into like, let's just get started and like, let's just do it. I think it's huge. That is huge. And I think that's going to be huge for our growth. And I think that's going to be huge for the clients that we work with. Like, let's stop wasting time and let's just get into it, right? Let's just get planning, get going, get executing. And we're going to be easily three months ahead of where we thought we were going to be um, in terms of the results that we're going to drive. So, yeah, like I said, heavily inspired by the the, the two things that happened, watching the, the film air and speaking with 
speaking of one other person who's like a bit further ahead in their growth journey of running an agency, but I think it's going to be huge. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it's a, it's a bold approach, definitely, because any kind of agency and any kind of pitch document that I've seen from an agency always talks about kind of a run into actually getting work done as well. Like it's always the audits. It's always, you know, those bits and pieces. Sometimes it can take three months for a campaign or a piece to be launched. Why does it take three months to launch or do something? Just get it done. Get the quick wins sorted out the way. So you're immediately providing value to clients and that's how you hook them that's how you build the trust with them and you both move on because like you say doing this process you don't waste time you can do a month two months of work get paid for it and then you can both realize actually this isn't the right fit for for both parties let's go our separate ways and that is fine no wasted time it's more efficient for everyone and it's going to get better results yeah and you also have like um like a, a multiple rule on that as well in a sense of for every one client, you're probably going to be referred to. So ultimately, like you can afford the occasional misfire because you should be gaining referrals and things like that, just free putting things out there and working with people and, and building results. And yeah, I think what you just said there is huge as well. Like this time to, it's not even time to results, which is maybe something that we'll, we'll do another topic to the table on around like this, like you won't see anything for six months and just how damaging that is to the like organic search industry, especially, especially SEO. But there's this like weird time to delivery lag as well, which is crazy. Like those lead times need to be reduced. And as you say, like, yeah, okay. Some of this process work, this documentation, this, this planning work does take time, but at the same time, you for sure know one or two things just from experience that are going to work on nine out of 10 websites. Like, let's just do them to start. Like, let's just do it and see what happens. It might be bad, yeah. it might be good, but like, why wait three months to then basically do the same thing that you're going to do anyway, just with a piece of paper that says, I plan this. Yeah, and I mean, there is alternatives at the same time. Look, I fully agree with you, but for some clients, they may want that kind of, you know, let, let's see the deliverables and work through that way. So with our very first client who, who signed their contract, I'm working on a strategy project. So I'm actually doing that setup work to give them a roadmap. So after this project, they can either sign on with us and not pay for the, the strategy project that we we're doing mm. for them, or they pay for the strategy project and take it to a different agency. That's fine. So that's, that's the other option. And I never used to be a fan of strategy projects. I thought it was a lot of time. It goes against a bit of this just get started but i'm sure there's going to be businesses out there that might not want to just get started they need to be taken on a journey and actually i think this is the alternative like strategy projects getting things set because then that means if they go okay let's go for it you can then just speed ahead and get everything done yeah i would i would massively agree with that but i think there is also a subtle difference to, to what you just said which is while you are doing this this project, and like I agree, I think it's the right way to go for this client. What you're also doing is as you see very obvious opportunities, you're drip feeding those in saying like, look, I know this full document isn't ready yet, but I'm telling you this thing is a huge opportunity. Can we just try some of it now so we can see what happens? So by the time we deliver that doc, we have some data to back it up as well. So I think there is a subtle difference there where, yes, we are planning, but at the same time, we are doing. And I think that is a nice difference and a nice balance between the two yeah absolutely that's a great point um perfect um thanks for that 
And now I think to wrap up our weekly podcast, we'll go on to our weekly commitments for the next week. Um, I can see in our in our show notes, um, you've got a vomit emoji um, going on with one one word. So um, yeah, let me know what what are your weekly commitments. So I'll do this very quick. So essentially, client meetings to hopefully get some contracts signed, um, finish or continue to target accounts, and finish a sales proposal that you will be pro- uh, going through in well within the next week but then i also have a few networking opportunities and a few just like speculative meetings the vomit emojis because i hate stuff like that um when i'm there i like it but stepping into that room is always terrifying so uh, yeah that's what i'm looking at this week Fair, cool um for me it's the delivery for our first client so i've done the tech audit it's just a content and landscape analysis pieces for that to wrap it up into a big strategy document i've obviously got our first kind of real pitch if you make sense in person um continuing sales conversions with some other leads that some um friends have given us and um obviously work on more target accounts um it can't be avoided but i'm definitely going to get some so um perfect that wraps up our weekly podcast quite nicely and unless you've got anything else harry nothing more for me perfect well signing off from uh sunny north wales uh swigwell putt troop To help us build our audience, please like, share and subscribe. If you listened on Apple or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review. And if you watched us on YouTube, please leave a question or comment and we'll get back to you. Thank you.